The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life with Jennifer Noel Taylor. Jennifer and Dr. Pat take you on a quantum journey to discover how to supercharge your life, working with universal healing quantum touch principles. Imagine knowing how to accelerate, revitalize, and engage in ways you've never experienced. In this hit show, we reveal powerful, simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy, and happier relationships. Imagine being simple and supercharged to cultivate life force energy for yourself and others. Get ready to be astounded. Now, here are your hosts. Wow, everyone. I'm so excited about this show today. I'm Dr. Pat, and I am joined today by my co-host, Jennifer Noel Taylor. Joining me here today, we're going to be talking about what does it mean to supercharge your life? But before we kind of jump into that, one of the things I want to say is I, I have the honor and the pleasure of working with people in what I do. And I've been able to spend some time with Jennifer. And I have, I've got to tell you that, you know, my life is so blessed because I get to spend time with people like Jennifer Noel Taylor. And one of the things that I want to say about that is it's very difficult to be someone like me and not learn how to grow and evolve and change. And that's what this is about. You know, when I think about the work that she's done, what she has said yes to in her life, you know, what does it mean to be that chief magical officer of Quantum Touch, a corporation dedicated to the advancement of spiritual growth? When I think about that, and I think about that spiritual growth through energy medicine, I think about how far ahead of the curve she must have been because now we're looking at energy medicine. Now we're looking at it in ways that we hadn't looked at it before. And we're really being asked to step forward in the world in a supercharged way. And so now you get to experience this vision for this radio show of being about supercharging your life. This is our debut sh uh, show, so we've got lots to talk about. Jennifer, it's great to have you. Great. Well, thanks for having me on, and thanks for that wonderful introduction. And uh, yes, this debut show is super exciting. We're supercharging in the excitement here. Yeah. I got to ask you this, because uh, this is our 15th year uh, and of, on what most people called as a hobby of mine. Like, this is a hobby. They're like, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, you'll get over it. What was it like for you? I mean, did folks just kind of say, geez, what are you doing? What is that quantum touch? What is that about? What, what, are you, what Jennifer, are you doing with energy? Medicine, maybe? <laughs> well, I actually have a story about that. So I was actually in the um, hospital with a friend of mine who was giving birth. And uh, we, a couple of us were doing energy healing on the uh, mother. And um, it was so funny because we were sitting there hands on, you know, around her with her hands on. And uh, the doctor comes in and says, oh, that's the woo-woo room. And he walks away. And, and it, it was hilarious because... Um, 
that that has been the attitude uh, that I've encountered, you know, especially in the past. That it's just weird. Energy medicine is just bizarre, and um, but I, I think that's kind of fun because as as we're progressing in consciousness on the planet, we're seeing more and more people uh, getting into it. And um, what's really nice is the the mother that I worked on; her pain level went from a ten mm-hmm. to a two during birth. And, yeah. and that was pretty amazing because she was, you know, in a lot of pain. And uh, so I, I love being a part of that and, and seeing, you know, helping to relieve pain and helping people also expand their consciousness. And I like to play on the edge. So yeah, that's really a, fun, right? That's why you and I are talking together about this, because, you know, this is an interesting journey and it has been for me. And, you know, while the people around me, at least the people around me, clearly looked at what we're doing as woo-woo. I love that, by the way. My university that I graduated from, California, right? My, the dean, who had the guy that had become the dean, looked at a picture of me one day and I had these thunder eggs in my hand and he thought they were some kind of stones, gemstones, which, so what? But he blacklisted me from even working with some of the students and mentoring them from our psychology program. And I thought to myself, I wonder what was it about this conversation that scared him so much? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. Uh, What is it about energy medicine that scares people? I I mean, that, you know, because I think a lot of the uh, flack that we get, um, you know, we've gotten a lot of flack over the years being called like a sham or a sham operation. And um, on one hand, I can understand where people are coming from because uh, they feel like that we're taking their money and and not producing anything. I mean, I think there's a fear there that it's not real. Mm -hmm. So when they call us a sham, they're saying, oh, that company just takes people's money and doesn't give them anything in return. And uh, so the fear is that uh, if we're not real... Mm-hmm. Um, then we're scamming people. But the other side of that fear is what What does it mean if we are real? Uh, yeah, I mean, I love that because, yeah. I mean, there are now countless, countless now recordings and, you know, research around the power of this. I mean, you and I both, I mean, I have stories where I received energy medicine healing on one of my knee operations and not on the other And the one that I, I I mean, it's a typical thing you've probably heard a million times, right? I get the energy medicine, the Reiki, I get it done on one knee, and I'm dancing 24 hours after surgery. I I don't get it on the other one. Who knows why? Who knows why? I don't get it on the other one. And 10 days later, I'm in physical therapy trying to figure out how to walk. And what's the difference, right? You know, there weren't complications, similar Uh, very small surgeries. And the only thing was the treatment I got. And I'll tell you, moving forward, anything that I do now, I make sure I line it up. And I think that's what we're seeing with people. You know, we're seeing folks get the benefit of our energy period, right? That's why we're talking about supercharging your life today. You know, because the question then becomes, why are we interested in supercharging our lives? What the heck are we doing here? Why are we here? 
<laughs> well, that's a great question. I don't know if anyone's familiar with a wrinkle in time, but there was this concept of a tesseract where you're basically folding the fabric of space and time. It's a shortcut through the universe. And um, I like to view energy medicine as a shortcut through the universe. It, it doesn't necessarily behave in a way that we've been taught because we've been taught, at least my experience with school, is we've been taught that life is pedantic and mathematical and that you can reduce physical life into a mathematical equation. And, and Western medicine also is based on this theory that you can reduce the body into a series of chemical reactions. And on some level, that belief is really safe because we can control it. If we can understand it, we can control it. We can control the outcome. And, and so with energy medicine, Energy is based on the heart. It's based on love. It's based on a spiritual reality. It's based on a mysterious reality that can't be contained by mathematical equations. And I think that's really scary for people. But at the same time, it's miraculous. And I believe it's a shortcut. So if you're having, like you said, with your knee surgery, if you're having a physical condition and, and, you know, you can either go through this long pedantic process of, of learning to walk again or, you know, an hour of energy medicine and you're good to go. And and it's miraculous. And I think people have a hard time with where's the mathematics behind spirituality. And from my perspective, um, although quantum physics supports a lot of what we're doing, there's still a bit of a mystery there on from my perspective. You know, it's really kind of cool that we're talking about this. Um, when I worked in my corporate job and uh, when I started with the phone company, I started pushing a mail cart. Like I started at basic $61 a week, right? I wasn't really interested in a career at that point. But I delivered mail to Building 15 of Bell Labs. Like Building 15 was like a separate building. And I delivered to mail. And on Fridays, this guy, this one guy would bring in bagels. This gentleman's name is Arno Penzias. He is one of the guys that discovered the Big Bang. And here I am, I'm like still a teenager and I'm having bagels with this guy. And I didn't know anything about anything. He had not come out with the Big Bang. And we're just talking. And out of the blue, I said something to him like, what's most important in your life? You know, what are you thinking about today? And I didn't really want to know about science. We were just having bagels. And he said something like, it's, and this is a quote of his, do you know how long it took? He said, do you know how long it took to make atoms? And I'm thinking, is he talking about Adam? Is he talking about Eve? What is he at? No, he says Adams. He has a little accent. He said, he said, it took less than an hour. He said, do you know how long it took to make man? And, and I just looked at him because I really wasn't interested in this question. You know, I was really having fun with these scientists. He says, it took hundreds of millions of years to make man. And he said, you can choose whether you want to be all about energy. And he talked about energy or you want to be about the skin. And I never forgot that. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the whole thing. But what he presented me with is, do we want to look at what's not visible to us? Or do we want to put all our money in what's visible to us? And that's been a question that I've explored in my life. Isn't that really what you're talking about? It, aren't we talking about 
the beginnings of the universe, which most of us cannot see, but the energy of that is profoundly powerful, supercharged. Supercharged. Yeah, I believe that there is an energy that we're fundamentally energetic beings, that we're not just physical matter, that nothing's actually just physical, that we're actually of spirit. Our origin is of spirit. So we're spiritual beings in a human body having this experience. And when we leave the body, we go back to pure spirit. And um, that spiritual energy is the core essence of all life. So to, to look at just the physical is just to see just a small speck of what life really is about. And um, for me, that's why I love energy medicine, because yeah. we're going right to the core of who we are. Let's talk about life force energy for a minute and spiritual healing 101, I think we were going to call it today, because I love this. Um, and I really want to turn this over to you. For me, I learned the hard way. I got really sick in 04, and I fumbled my way through finding this. And I had this show, and one day I interviewed a woman named Donna Eden, and my life changed. But I got to tell you, I still don't understand it. Help me out here. What is spiritual healing about? So spiritual healing or energy medicine or what we teach with Quantum Touch is about using our life force energy to facilitate healing. Now, what that means is that we are composed of energy, of spiritual energy. And um, it's hard to describe what spiritual energy actually is because we're, we're not actually on the other side. You know, so spiritual energy is just this term I use to describe the fundamental um, core of the universe. So we use the spiritual energy, which, which is basically tapping into our heart, tapping into our love, because I believe this energy is based on our love. It, 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 it works through the heart. And um, we tap into this. And my philosophy is, is with enough love, anything can become whole. So mm -hmm. even the most um, destructive condition, even the most uh, disturbing issue, um, anything can become whole with enough love. And a lot of stuff that happens in the body, I believe, is the lack of love. Yeah. So the, the fundamental question of all life is, uh, are you acting based on love or based on fear? Mm -hmm. How much did you love and how much did you receive love? These are the only things that really matter. So when you have a disease, when you have pain, when you have whatever, it's the universe actually showing you where there's lack of love in your life. So I'll give you a grounded example. Um, let's say somebody has uh, uh, cancer. I believe personally that cancer is about um, anger, that it's, it's about bottled anger. So it's your body telling you that you have all this bottled anger within and it's time to let it go. And cancer is, is bringing that up like a mirror for you to reflect on what's going on within you, in your heart, in your spirit. So cancer, I believe, is about processing anger. And that's my belief and that's what I've learned over the, over the years is that a lot of these diseases or physical conditions are really about our stuck emotional energy that's fear-based. Mm -hmm. And once we process it, usually things um, realign. You know, one of the things that I was made acutely aware of, and I really want to talk to this with you, is that um, I had never really been sick in my life. I mean... You know, people looked at me, uh, uh, listen, when I moved here, I drove a super chopped Harley Davidson weighing about 850 pounds. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, one day 
I was that. And the next day I wasn't. I was clueless on where to begin. But you see, I was blessed with this show 15 years ago. And I became a student. How much of a student, how much of a beginner's mind do we need to step into this life force energy awareness? Well, I believe that we just need a little bit of faith. There's a verse in the Bible about saying how if you have a, a faith yeah. of a mustard seed, how that can create miracles or something like that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I just believe that we need a little bit of openness, that we don't have to be fully, quote-unquote, believers for to see things, that we just have a little bit of openness, an open mind, and, and that opening is all it really takes. And um, coming to us, it's, it's a place to come where we have a lot of people who work with energy and have seen really amazing things. So... Uh, but I, I understand, you know, when people come to us, they, they may be a little skeptical. And that's okay. Well, well, it is okay because, I mean, you know, look at me. I mean, I was pretty skeptical myself. But the results are unprecedented. And what I want to talk about is this notion of spiritual healing and doubt. You know, I made a statement the other day on the show, and I got like, I can't tell you how many emails about this. And what I said was, I've never had much of a problem with fear, but doubt is a little bit trickier for me. It's like insidious. You know, you know, like sometimes you can have a water pipe that bursts, right? We were talking about that. It's like all of a sudden, you know, the water is all over your floor. That's one version of it. My version is it's this drip, drip, drip. And I remember Carolyn Mace saying, let your faucet drip overnight, but put the stopper in your sink, right? She says, like, put the stopper in your sink and just let it drip, drip, drip. And I did that. And what happened was the next day, the water was all over my floor from it. And I want to ask you about doubt and where it fits in to getting in the way or not how it shows up in our bodies from your experience. Well, here's, here's what I see a lot, and, and I've done this as well. Um, a lot of times, uh, so I believe we come here with a mission, like a spiritual mission, something that is, is our soul is calling us to do. Mine was energy medicine, but everyone has a different one. And uh, what tends to happen is we doubt what our heart's telling us, and we go with the head. And I think that then what happens is that... Um, things co-conspire in our life to lead us back to the heart. Mm. So the doubt actually, it, it plays a role, but eventually I feel the doubt gets overrun by the heart. Yeah. And the more that we resist what the heart's trying to tell us, and the more that we doubt, the more that our life continues to co-conspire to open the heart anyways. So I believe that we all get there at some point with an open heart and connected to our love despite doubt. And the doubt just, just our, uh, you know, spirit comes in and says, well, okay, if you want to resist it, that's okay. We'll just, we're patient, you know. <laughs> and, you know, and, I, and I, I'm a weird case because I have a degree in computer science. So I did a lot of stuff based on logic. So for me to go into this field where it's all oh. based on heart and energy, it, it was a bit of a, a stretch initially because I wanted, you know, explanations and, and logic and algorithms and and all that, and and it really, to me, it doesn't it doesn't really apply here. And opening the heart is is really hard because it doesn't really follow 
you know, what we've been taught in school. It's not like a formula. It's, it's, it's flowing with the, the love of the universe. But the more you do that, the happier you are and the more that you, your heart is open and aligned with your purpose. I want to talk to you about this computer background for a minute, if I could. I am so fascinated by the people I've met over 15 years like you that are extraordinary in what you do and the gifts you're bringing to the world and all the people that you're helping. And I'm always fascinated to hear that there's this science technical part of you that has now moved to this place of a message of love. I want to ask you this question. Do you believe that 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 plan to introduce you to the world of computer science was all part of the map to get you to here to talk about heart? (laughs) Um, You know, that's an interesting question. Did my computer science degree actually uh, lead me down this path? Um, Sometimes I feel that we're led on our life path due to adversity. You know, like we're, we're off track, basically. Like, I feel like getting a degree in computer science was actually off track. I was actually mm-hmm. guided elsewhere before I even started. So it just led me completely off track. But, um, you know, there are two things that I discovered with my degree in computer science. One is I studied artificial intelligence. And I even wrote a thesis on, you know, computability and artificial intelligence. And I realized while writing that thesis that um, artificial intelligence has limits because there's a, a theory in, comp- in computer science that says there are th- certain things that are not computable, meaning that you can only model the universe so far with computer science. And we were running into this problem with philosophy as well, and even physics, that there was a bit of a mystery about how the universe really works. Like, why can't we compute everything? Why is there a mystery <laughs> about, you know, what's the interface between quantum physics and Newtonian physics? There's, a, there's kind of a scientific question about that. Um, you know, even in... Even in philosophy, the mind-body issue, like how does the mind integrate with the body? There's these, every discipline seemed to have a point that had unanswered questions. And I discovered that while writing my thesis as well. There's things that aren't computable. And and computer scientists admit this. And, you know, so I, I hit a wall with it saying, well, that's interesting. There must be more out there. And then when I worked in computer science, I knew I was not doing my mission. I was off track and I was really depressed about it. So yeah. I feel like when we're not really following our heart, it, it, it leads to depression. And um, yeah, so I, I got so depressed that I got to the point of, well, I have nothing to lose by following my heart because I'm too depressed anyways to move on. Yeah. So Isn't sometimes that we interesting? Just yeah. You and I both have that. You know, uh, and isn't it interesting how it shows up? I can actually, now that you mention that, I hadn't thought about this. I can point to every major supercharged shift in my life, the point before that super depression. Like dialing the wrong phone number, I was sitting there one day and I got all crusted over. And in the background, you see the crust busting uh, banner because I was so depressed I didn't know what to do. How, how, how much of an effort of despair do you think it takes in general? I know it's different for everyone before we realize we've got to make some kind of change. I think that most people get to the point where they're willing to give up. Yeah. Before they go into their purpose, they, they've, they're, they're barking down the wrong tree 
for years even. And finally they say, all right, I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. And at that moment, at that moment of surrender where we're just like, well, okay, I'm really open now to something else because I've, I've, I've hit too many walls. I'm, I'm done. At that moment, I think because someone's willing to now try something new is, is when they get onto their path. But sometimes that point gets really low. I mean, maybe for many people, it's almost suicidal, you know, and I think, I think that level of depression uh, is basically saying, you know, the universe is telling you you're off track. Yeah, I love what we're talking about for three reasons. One, because you and I both are examples of what a lot of our listeners talk about. You know, we're not preaching from some book that we read. I mean, I not and you're not. I don't have a book that I pull out and say, oh, let me read from this about how life works. I mean, we both have scenarios where we were at a point of despair. But now we're here with the message. Your message is about supercharging your life. And I wanted to ask you, what does supercharge mean to you? Because I know that that's an energetic word as well, right? Everybody talks about their batteries as charged and supercharged. But what does that mean from a life uh, path perspective? Here's, here's how I use energy in my daily life. So whenever I make a decision, whether it's a conversation with my employees um, or, or whatever it is, I check in with my heart and mm. spirit and all that is and say, is this aligned for the highest good? And um, sometimes, you know, when, when things may uh, feel like there's conflict with our business or, or whatever, it's like, how do you tap into what is this conflict trying to show me? What are we trying to co-create from this uh, place? Or when things are flowing, it's like, well, how can we amp the energy up to create, a, basically it's to create a better world. That's, that's my goal, to create yeah. a happier, better world. So it's like, how do you tap into this energy, which I believe is a shortcut to life, you know, and, and use it to help others and, and use it to be the best you can be. I mean, that's, that's what I do. And, and a lot of times the energy has messages. You know, if I'm barking up the wrong tree, the energy's uh, very clear saying, all right, you know, that conversation with one of your employees or that staff or or even your diet or, or whatever is saying, all right, uh, move in this direction. And if you're open to listening on a consistent basis, things really unfold in a beautiful way. And yeah. that's how I use it. I love it. I love it. You know, um, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this in the way stuff. And a lot of times conflict, whether it's inner or outer, and so this guy, this Arno Penzias guy, discovered the Big Bang. This gentleman became the president of Bell Labs. Still brought him bagels, by the way. I think he drove like a, a 48 Buick and brought him bagels. And I remember one day we wanted a ping pong table on the fifth floor, way up with all the pipes exposed, we said, we're not, nobody comes up here. The elevators are here. Can we put a ping pong table? So everybody said, no. Facilities management, no. Everything. And it got to Penzias. And he came up to the fifth floor. And we were all standing there because we were measuring it. The table. One table. We wanted one table with the boilers and everything showing. And he came up. And he looked at it. And he said something like, so is this where you want the ping pong table? 
And we all like, one of the mathematician guys was juggling. He was a juggler. He's a brilliant guy. And we said, yeah, we want it right here. Nobody really comes up here. We would stop playing if people came up to this desolate area. And he went back down and um, what he did was he called the C he called the facilities management vice president. And what he said was, we don't, we want to have this ping pong table. And the guy said, why do you, why do you want a ping pong table on that floor? We're going to build you thing. And he just simply said to them, he said, sometimes there are more important things in life than science. And he said, sometimes we have to appeal to what is in the hearts of the people that work here. I never forgot that. I never forgot that. And you know how we knew about it? This guy typed a, a, a letter talking negatively about this and it went public. And I want to go to break on that note. And I want to ask you when we come back, how do we get in our way? What shuts down our heart? And what is it we can do to tap into that supercharged energy? Not tomorrow, not 10 years, not when we get the money in a bank account, not when we get the loved one, not when we move to Hawaii, but now. Let's take a short break. Jennifer Noel Taylor, supercharging your life today. We're taking your questions. 1-800-930-2819. Give us a call. We'll be right back. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as we reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy, and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit JenniferNoelTaylor.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-6463. 
mind. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet, welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Hey, everybody, supercharging your life. Uh, Jennifer, before we keep going here, I want to make sure everybody knows how to find out more about you, how to find out more about Quantum Touch, any and all of what you'd like to let us know so that we can supercharge our life. Okay, well, there's uh, first of all, there's the Quantum Touch website at www.quantumtouch.com. We have tons of information about energy medicine. We have stories, lots of information about that, uh, classes, workshops, products. So that's the first place to go. Um, personally, I am, I'm doing my own project, which we haven't really talked about uh, yet, but supercharging your money situation. Um, I'm writing a book right now. So if you're interested in that piece, you can go to my personal site, which is jennifernoeltaylor.com. And uh, so those are two ways to reach us. Oh, thank you. Well, I love this because we're. this is not the only show that Jennifer and I are going to do together. We're going to do a whole bunch of these. And the whole idea of supercharging your money and your personal vision around that is it's more than a necessity now. See, what we've got going on around money worldwide is crazy for all of us, right? Uh, so hopefully we're going to be talking about that in some of the shows coming up. Um, also, I, I wanted to ask you uh, about if they sign up to your, for your mailing list, right? They're going to get a, f- a couple of the copies of the, uh, of, of the upcoming book, right? Yeah, on my, on my personal site, okay. if they sign up for my mailing list, I'm giving the first three chapters for, you know, for free right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm still working on this book about how do we integrate our spiritual self and our money? How do we use our consciousness, the same principles of energy healing, to attract money and, and abundance, or wow. at least pay the rent on time, you know, because so many people are struggling. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it, you know, it's, it's funny, uh, 75% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. They're all struggling with money. And I'd love to help people not only supercharge their health and, and, and get out of pain and, and have a, a lot better health, but also the money situation, get out of the struggle, get out of the pain there. Because when you're in financial pain, it's easier to get into physical pain and vice versa. So, yeah, boy. Yeah. So, a lot of the stuff we teach with energy, you can apply to your life in addition to your health. And, and that's my interest right now. Well, that really comes through what we're going to talk about now. And it's like talking about, like, you know, how do we get in our own way? I mean, you know, those things that you mentioned about money, I can really pinpoint, you know, stories about that for myself. 
but we get in our own way in other aspects of our life, whether it's relationship, money, job, career, walking the dog, it doesn't matter. We can really get in our way and not know it, right? Well, I feel like if your life um, doesn't match what your heartfelt desires are on any level, then there's something in the way. Yeah. Um, and and sometimes it's hard to figure that out. And, uh, you know, sometimes I have things in my life that I go, what? You know, how did I generate that? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I still have that and I still work on myself. Um, but it's usually something in our heart something in our energy, something in our frequency isn't a match for what we want. And uh, so I'm constantly dissecting, like, what energy am I putting into the world? Because I believe that we create our reality based on what energy we're projecting into the world. So we're creating all this maybe, quote-unquote, negative stuff in our life, um, as well as the positive stuff, and it's basically based on our energy. And uh, so what energetically is in the way? Well, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, um, I've had a few things happen to me in my life along the way. Um, and, you know, for whatever reason, I've had an opportunity here in the past 20 years to kind of, has it been 20? Yeah. Past 20 plus years to look at it differently. There's something to be said about what happens to us. If supercharging your life is about love, right? then the antithesis of that or you're having having your battery completely deflated, is that fear or is it the many flavors of fear-related kinds of things? You know, because there are people walking around saying, oh, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, but they're stuck. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like one of the root causes of, let's say, negative stuff is, is something that I was doing in spades is... Um, feeling like a victim. And oh, yeah. to, to me, this, this was a uh, theme that ruled my life for, for many years is, you know, feeling like I had no power. And I think a lot of people who are struggling, you know, who I've talked to feel like on some level, they're a victim of the system of Trump or of their body. You know, unfortunately, I feel like Western medicine will tend to say you're fighting cancer you're fighting your body as if that person is a victim of their own body. So it's it's this mentality that's really locked into our whole our whole system, you know, the the victim consciousness is is really a big part and it's an underlying theme that I think is like background noise. We don't even know that we're in this victim mode until we wake up from it. And uh, I had that. I didn't know I was feeling like a victim to my money and my relationships and everything else that I didn't like, I was uh, in, you know, in the background, I was feeling like this victim. And um, once I said, okay, I'm, I'm not a victim here. I generated this. I created this. Yeah. I created every, I created my $135,000 of debt. I created my health problem. I created this relationship that, that really sucked. Uh, once I was able to own up to the fact that I'm generating my external reality, on, on a very deep level, then I felt empowered to change it. So the disempowerment, I think, is one big area where I think we get in our own way, feeling disempowered or dejected or that we can't change anything. Yeah, you know, I love that we're talking about this because, um, you know, 
there are many shades of victimhood. You know, there are there are the shades that have to do with some really horrific things that happen to us in life. Mm-hmm. And then there are some things that are not not as severe. However, the victim energy ha- is it doesn't matter the degree. It's still the same energy. And I was reading something from Viktor Frankl the other day, and I thought to myself, if this man were still alive, I would love 15 minutes with him. Because what he did with his attitude in a concentration camp, it reminds me of my little annoyance for the day that I am weltered over it's just not worth it. And the work that you do, whether it's supercharging your finances, your life, your energy field, your health, your wellness, it really does talk to making that shift from victim to victor. That's the fundamental first step is to say, we create our reality, everything, every nuance, every annoyance, everything that bothers us, every horrific issue. I, I mean, there, there are no exceptions. The law of attraction is universal. And to really get that on a really deep level. And then once we do that, then we can change it. But that's the first fundamental step. Because if you think about it, let's look at the case of financial abundance. Yeah. If you're feeling like a victim, like a martyr, like a victim for your cause, that is incompatible with abundance. It's the antithesis of the level of energy you need to to have abundance on any level. So the victim actually interferes with any sort of positive creation from from what I've learned about that. Well, I mean, you know, let's just talk for a minute about, you know, your work. And again, I want to mention that uh, let's give out both websites again, but also I really would like to encourage folks to really sign up so that you can get the first three chapters of the upcoming book, Spiritual and Broke. What's the best way for people to do that? And when they go to Quantum Touch, there are just a number of different ways for people to be engaged, for them to find out more, take classes, all of the above. So um, for Quantum Touch, I feel like the the best way to start is you can sign up for our mailing list as well there. You get the first uh, 35 pages of um, Quantum Touch, The Power to Heal, which is like basically an explanation of our whole modality written by Richard Gordon, who founded the organization. Um, And I feel like one of the things that I feel quantum touch can really help is you can see the world as energy. It helps you feel and sense and understand the world of as energy. And to me, this is really important because if you see the world of, as energy, you can start to understand how your energy creates what's in your life. Then, and to me, that's really profound. So, it's, it's much more profound than just healing. It's being able to see the whole world as a spiritual uh, reality. And so I recommend, uh, you know, taking one of our workshops. Uh, we, our first workshop is level one. And if you take that workshop, uh, after that workshop, a lot of people who attend it are able to, at that point, feel energy, which is amazing. It took me about a year to be able to feel energy, but mm-hmm. a lot of people can come out of that workshop being able to sense energy, being able to feel it being able to work with it. And um, I I just think that's a really, it's almost like a paradigm shift Mm -hmm. in our consciousness to understand the world as energy. 
And that really leads me to talk about some techniques. Let's talk about some simple things that we can do so that we can feel the energy and start to use it to supercharge our life. Uh, Wow, this hour has gone by so quickly. What can you share with us today as things we can do right now? So I feel like one of the things that um, is really important, and you can make this a practice, is connecting to our heart. And the way that I like to do this is um, doing something that I love. Um, and, and as a practice, spending about 10 minutes a day uh, doing something that you love, connecting to your love, feeling your love. Because what this gives you is it allows you to start sensing the world as love, as energy. And also it allows you to hear your um, divine messages, you know, your your life path, what your heart really wants, what your true purposes. When you open that door, you get to, you, you open it up to starting to really hear uh, what you're here for. So, you know, and, and I think a lot of people um, may, may feel like meditation may not be for them, but I believe you can open the heart by petting the cat yeah. or gardening or, or whatever it is, walking around in nature. It just means being fully present with the, with the moment. And this is why gratitude is so amazing because gratitude puts you into a place of 100% presence with the moment. And that's when you open your heart and you feel your purpose and you feel the world as energy and you feel the world as love. So gratitude is an amazing tool. So anything that you can do to put yourself there, even for a small period of time, I mean, go pet a kitten. I don't know, whatever it is for you. I use kittens because I love to pet kittens, but um, whatever it is for you, it it, it just, you know, even just a, a brief period of time. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I know we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a number of things, uh, you know, during the radio series is the exponential effect of, for those of us that have had our hearts crusted over or shut, the exponential effects of when we allow it to be open, even the slightest bit, you know, the, the, the energy of that really is supercharged. It may be a little bit unusual for a bit, but there's something that starts to happen. How would you explain that thing that happens? So um, if anyone's familiar with heart math, it's a modality that teaches uh, working with the heart. Um, They discovered that the heart emits a stronger energy than the mind. They have some scientific numbers or whatever, but your heart actually emits a more powerful energy than the mind. So when you open that heart, you're tapped into this an an immense amount of, of power. Um, and truth and, and love. And that's the most powerful thing in the world is, is your love. So um, when you're trying to think your way through life, um, it's, it's harder to get that far. But when you open your heart and, and listen to the universe, I, I just feel like that's when you tap into your real, real power. Yeah. Um, you know, as we take a look at our life force energy, and I want to get back to that, um, I think many of us, if not all of us, have inner desires, right? A lot of times we're afraid to express them because we don't really know a way to really open up to the possibilities. And I wanted to ask you about supercharging your life and this quantum field of possibilities. You know, can you talk to how the energy of supercharging your life really starts to open up the world of possibilities for us 
rather than the world a problem. Hey, guys. <laughs> so when you open your heart and supercharge your life, um, I feel like you you get uh, messages for inspired action that you can take that are like shortcuts to your goal. So for example, um, I have a story about, I, I've met my business partner, Richard Gordon, um, 13 years ago at a lecture and the universe said, by the way, you're supposed to run his company. And I'm like, okay, universe, you're, you're a little bit crazy. I don't even know this guy. Uh, you know, I just walk up to him and say, oh, by the way, you don't know me, but I'm supposed to run your company. But, but I thought, that could be really fun. Like I had that other thought about, well, okay, it's really out there, but oh, that could be awesome. I'd love to do that. So I had, I felt inspired by the idea, but then I asked the universe, well, just guide me step by step, you know, if that's really my, my path, you know, and the universe uh, tends to open these doors that we don't see. If, if we have a little bit of faith and are willing to to embrace the idea of, of what we love. And it, it just, it's, it's almost like going through a maze, following the little lighted paths of energy. Oh, yeah. You go through this maze and, and you end up in this amazing place that you never thought was possible because yet the universe uh, guides you and open the doors rather than trying to use logic. I love that story because there's so many pieces to it, right? I, I mean... When you heard that, and I'm saying heard that, when you got that instruction to that you were to run this company, uh, obviously you didn't question it very much except to say what? And then you took action on it. You know, and I know that we're going to be talking in, in these shows. There's a bridge between that intuitive hit, as I call it, and then the next act we take to support it. What do you think it takes to go from that to action? Well, I believe that when you get that hit of what your path is, that you will also receive um, inspired action steps. Oh. Something that feels like something you want to do. And um, the problem that I see that we get our own way is that <laughs> I do this. We like to scramble around and do a bunch of action that may be uninspired, but we feel like we need to, to accomplish a goal. Yes. And, and I've done this many, many, many times, um, is thinking, well, okay, I, I'm inspired by that. And now I'm going to scramble around and, and do all these things that I don't want to do, thinking that that's how to reach that goal. Whereas right. what I found that works better is uh, actually waiting for the next inspired action piece. And, and following that, and, and that's the universe saying, this is your next open door, rather than scrambling around trying to open, you know, force a, a door open, letting the universe guide you towards the next step. And uh, sometimes I still do uninspired action, but my overall, yeah. my overall purpose is to only do inspired action at this point. That's, that's my, one of my goals and I'm getting yeah. better at it. Yeah, and we're not talking about like the fact that you should really maybe do your dishes and the laundry. We're not talking about that, those things. But, you know, I love that you're talking about this because what it then says, right? And this is really important for me. It was important. Somewhere along the way, I got in my consciousness that anything, anything really good in life has to be hard. Like there has to be a price you pay for it. Like there can't be this inspired thought that then leads to inspired action that then leads to what manifesting your desires 
isn't that something we really need to rethink? This idea that pain, suffering, paying our dues, all of that has to happen. I believe that this this is martyrhood. This idea <laughs> that we need to suffer to help others is, and you know, the interesting part about martyrhood is it's all over the spiritual traditions. You know, martyrs are praised, people who die for the cause, um, people who suffer to help others, people who, uh, I mean, it's just all over. And I believe that this martyrhood consciousness is something that the universe, the all that is God or whatever you call it, is inspiring all the spiritual people to, to shift out of at this point. You know, vows of poverty, vows of celibacy, you know, all of this stuff, uh, recognizing that it, it doesn't really serve the expansion of worldwide consciousness anymore. But martyrhood is a tricky one to get rid of because it's yeah. been so praised. It's been so honored. It's been such a part of spirituality. Um, it's, it's, it's like through our DNA almost to say, well, we should be martyrs for our cause. Yeah. But martyrhood, it puts you in a place where you actually can't serve because if you're suffering, how can you help others really? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to somebody who was preparing to go on a special trip, like a gift, like a trip. That's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm coming, I'm coming. But before there was this list of all of the stuff that she had to do. And I was thinking like, what, what is that about? And she finally said, I, I feel guilty leaving if I don't do, so by the time she was getting ready to go, she was exhausted and got mono, right? From just crazy stuff so that she could gift herself a trip. Now, I think we do that a lot. Maybe not to that extreme, though, but we do it. Mm-hmm. I've done it many times, feeling mm-hmm. like I somehow need to overwork. Um, <laughs> I mean, sometimes I still do that, but just this kind of idea that I need to suffer to help others. Um, I'm working hard to eliminate that. Too. And I've and I've made a lot of progress because when I'm suffering, how can I inspire people yeah. if I look like crap, you know, yeah. or if I'm tired, yeah. you know, or if I show up for a meeting with my wonderful people that work with us and I'm just not in a good mood. I mean, how can I facilitate an inspiring meeting when I'm tired and uninspired myself? So if we take care of ourselves, then we can, we can conduct, um, a happier environment for people. Oh, I love it. Let's on that note, please. Thank you so much for today. We're going to be continuing our conversation about supercharging our life. Thank you so much for today. Uh, again, please let folks know how they can find out more about you. And thank you for that fabulous reminder today for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Reminding myself. Um, yeah. So thank you so much. Uh, just a recap. So you can go to quantumtouch.com If you want to learn more about energy medicine, we have like that free 35 pages of our first book. And, um, and then also uh, where I talk about the money piece, which I'm working on right now, you can go to my site, which is jennifernoeltaylor.com and uh, sign up there. Um, and uh, anyways, I hope you get a chance to check us out and thank you so much. Yeah, boy, we're just uh, we're just heating it up right here. I am so looking forward to this. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I use some of the techniques on Quantum Touch to heal the tear that I found out I had uh, in my butt from doing something I love to do, which I'm not going to stop. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
I want to thank all of you out there for tuning us in and turning us on. And I, I just so love all of you. And today we talked about opening your heart. Tomorrow is one of those days where you're going to get to apply it. Thank you all. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Rob, Carter, Benny. Have yourself a fabulous rest of the day. You've been listening to Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life with Jennifer Noel Taylor. Tune in on TransformationTalkRadio.com as you take a quantum journey and tap into universal healing quantum touch principles to create an amazing supercharged life. For more information about Jennifer, visit JenniferNoelTaylor.com. And remember, accelerate, revitalize, and engage in your supercharged life. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.